When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pod save the queen! Hello and welcome back to Pod Save the Queen, the Daily Mirror's royal podcast. I'm your host, Anne Ripper, and we're welcoming back Russell Myers from his two-week break. Did you have a lovely time? I did. Thanks very much, Anne. I am back. I'm refreshed, ready to go, and... uh... We're kicking off with some really important and really interesting announcements today from the um, well, from the Duke and Duchess Sussex tour, which we've had the, uh, a massive unveiling of what they're going to be doing today. So it's um, it's been a great day, great day to be back. It's definitely a good thing that you're feeling refreshed because it's going to be an epic few weeks. I mean, we don't we're not even going to talk about the wedding today. That's a week's time. I know. And there is not going to be time for it. We might barely just about be able to mention Kate came back from maternity leave yep. earlier this week. Penelope Chilver's boots still, you know, yeah, search, fun- st- boots are still going 10 years on, searching for mini, mini beasts and bugs, and looks looks amazing to be fair yeah. after five months off. It's, um, yeah, she, that was a really good day, actually. That was a very, very cute sort of first, first duty back as well, but yeah, the home great, from home, hanging out with the kids, yeah, and the, doing and some, some lovely things. Little great moments with her and the kids. I mean, it's really warm moments of like a little girl handing her her cup to look after and saying, it's a great moment to all, all the snappers are taking pictures of Kate and this little girl turned to her and said, why, why are they taking pictures of you? And she turned to her and said, no, they're taking pictures of you because you're special. And I thought that was absolutely magical. So real pro back in action. Um, so that was, that's very lovely. And then um, the Sussexes went to Sussex. They did. Big day. Great weather. Um, Megan even remarked about all this, uh, the, the fabulous British weather we're having. Um, and massive crowds again. I mean, they're, they're, they're the hot ticket for the moment. I imagine it will be fairly similar or even, even um, more on their huge tour down under and uh, the neighbouring countries. But yeah, their tour of Sussex was, was really good, actually. They've, um, they, they, um, what did we do? We went to saw the American uh, Declaration of Independence, one of the only two copies in the world, which Megan was um, absolutely overawed with. And uh, yeah, so some more uh, visiting um, couple of sites, even Butlins. Uh, yeah, so, so they went. To, they went to four different places yeah. on their whistle stop tour, which is probably good practice for their royal tour. Yeah, it's a really know, busy day, which we will come to. Yeah. But so they went to Chichester, which is the cathedral city, quite grand. Yeah. They went to Bognor. They prob- did. Prob- probably best known for having a Butlins holiday camp. So American, Australian, listeners everywhere that are not UK based. How to describe Butlins. So if you've ever seen the film Dirty Dancing, Uh the holiday camp that they go to there, it's probably a little bit like that with the kind of the shows and it's, it's got a very special place in English family folklore. Very diplomatic. We were, I think we went to Butlins at Bognor Regis one wet day and we were all miserable because it was raining well it wasn't it it wasn't this week it was beautiful and harry pointed out it's it's one of the big structures it looks like a big circus tent and he was wondering what it was and he was like what's that and then he was 
um, sort of, um, told off for one of the Lord Lieutenants of West Sussex thought he was being facetious and he got a bit sort of jumpy he said oh no I wasn't I wasn't laughing I wasn't laughing and then uh, he said oh no, we definitely have to go so there's been a lot in the papers today about Harry's so comments about going to a budget holiday park so yeah very so that was very entertaining then they went to Brighton and the Grand Royal Pavilion huge which crowds sometimes there. gets great. mistaken for the Taj Mahal if you see it in, uh, in yeah. pictures which is quite fun yeah you have to look it up if you haven't seen it it's an incredible building um, so that was that was there, and they sort of did a charity visit there to a Survivors Network um, for people who, women and men who um, victims of abuse. Yeah, I just think so. Wherever they're going, you're seeing them being really professional, but working and as they both are individually anyway. But the way that they're working together is really good to see, which is why I'm, you know, totally convinced that this autumn tour is going to be such a success because, you know, they can mix it with. You know the the dignitaries, the children, the screaming children, the mums, the babies, the cuddling a baby, ruffling a dog, and then when it gets down to the serious business of whether you know talking to survivors of abuse and things about mental health, you're seeing them really sort of turn it on and being very professional, and um, and it's great to see. So I think. Coming back to the autumn tour, you're seeing that there's loads of things that they're going to be doing. And, and most of these little tours or little visits that we're seeing them taking part in are all geared towards this autumn yeah. tour. One quick mention for Peacehaven, just in case there's anybody oh, yeah. from Peacehaven listening, because that was, the, that was the final place that they went on their visits. My two favourite things about, um, about their trip was there was the, um, I think there was a teacher that was holding onto Harry's hands. Yes, yeah. <laughs> kind of wouldn't let go. And then there was a, there was a, um, one child that was really upset about having to meet Harry instead of Yeah, him. that was brilliant. <laughs> Poor Harry. Yeah, I mean, brilliant. I think this is going to be his life for a, li- <laughs> for a little while. But I, Harry, I would be perfectly happy to meet you. I'm sure we would have a great laugh. And then, oh, what was the other one? The, him telling the kids who play Fortnite. Fortnite, I know. Get outside. There's some great, um, Chris Ship at ITV got some great video of uh, the kids and they're all really excitedly speaking about it. Well, somebody thought he was Harry Kane, Harry and they, Kane England footballer, for England footballer, and England captain. And they all one of the other kids asked for his phone number as well. Brilliant. So, I bet he batted that off successfully. But um, again, I mean, like you, you know, when you actually see them up close, how they're how they're working, everything, it's really impressive. Which is a good thing because I mean, this is going to be a challenging tour that they are going on 16 days 76 engagements days, 76 engagement over 16 days is epic. not really time to breathe i mean i'm just tired looking at the whole itinerary today yeah i mean i've i've gone i've printed off the sort of the briefing note which is not the from here to there it's got a bit of narrative around it it runs to eight pages yeah i've put a lot of highlighter pen and scribbling across it and we will try to make some kind of a sense of it but talk us through so you went to the briefing at Buckingham Palace I know that's what why I'm looking so like? smart today I'm actually wearing um, sh- shirt and tie which is uh, fashion, fashion update for the listeners <laughs> Russell is wearing I know we white, need Amber to comment white, on my white, all same white shirt navy, my, navy trousers my, yeah suede navy, boots look at me suede boots very snazzy bit Penelope Chilvers <laughs> and uh, a blue tie with yellow dots which batches nicely his yellow microphone Thank actually you. where we are podcasting so, aim to please very very dapper so so I yeah. So this morning we were well, this afternoon rather we were uh, we went to Buckingham Palace. So all the, all the royal correspondents, the TV uh, producers, the cameramen, 
the, the correspondents who are on screen and our trusted photographer Ian Vogler who you've probably heard of before because he joined us in. on the last episode oh did we he oh brilliant and, yeah we talked about Megan's community clip yes. project and, and amazing royal photos so catch up with that episode so we're like we roomies for the next well for three weeks over that tour so um so yeah, so we we get to Buckingham Palace. You have to go. There's sort of security that you have to go to for uh, police officers from the Metropolitan Police in London. Then you go into the grounds. You have your ID checks. They make you bring two types of documentation or identification with you. One of them must have your address on. I've already filled out several forms which we have to do every time we go for meetings at Buckingham Palace. I'm going to one tomorrow. A separate form for that go to the uh, the security office and then all wait to be booked in and collected and then we sort of walk up and down a couple of stairs through the corridors and then into one of the very grand sort of meeting rooms which is uh, sort of look, look, looks like a very very grand dining room but it's where we sort of have these conferences with members of the royal household and they tell us what we're going to be doing on these tours. Oh it's nice that it's still grand I kind of had visions of of there being some like back office rooms at Buckingham Palace. Yeah then you go to some sort of us, you know conference room or something. No it's still very grand it's still uh china cups for all the tea and the coffee um and a few biscuits very nice biscuits actually shout out to the kensington palace yeah it's just it's very grand it's it's, you know it's a very uh very ornate carpet uh very high ceilings chandeliers a picture of the queen in the room and then there's sort of a plinth where one of the uh, senior uh, communications directors stood up and then presented to us this itinerary for the tour so we were probably in there for about gosh what time do you leave probably in there for about two hours just going through the finer details and then the royal correspondents will get together because there are 76 engagements we can't all cover them in depth so we normally go to most of them uh to all together on on and off buses like school children a lot of the time (laughs) or this tour we're going to be going someone's going on a helicopter with harry and megan which is going to be pretty special i didn't draw that lot unfortunately but there's a lot of boats. There's a lot of um, going from you know different place to place. So we, yes, trams, we then trams, planes, and automobiles. I know. Yeah, it is. And boats. Yeah, and boats and helicopters. Um, uh, so George will be jealous. Prince George. I, I mean, know. It's the dream. <laughs> so much transport. Um, anyway. So then we go sort of the itinerary, and we sort of we we all it's read out, and we all share our uh, views on it, and then we ask some questions. But it all seems to be well, apart from absolutely hectic and jam-packed I mean they're really fair play to them because I know this was you know put around the sort of Invictus Games and you know you've got the start and the end of that which is really the sort of only thing that we knew was definitely happening but then to pack in Fiji, Tonga, Fraser Island, Dubbo, Melbourne uh, then then New Zealand straight after that is absolutely mega so and they're not even taking a couple of days off in the middle, which they could have been forgiven about, definitely. We would have well, certainly the, liked to it. To me, when I was reading through it, the Invictus Games feel a little bit like the, the time off because it's the thing that they really... They, yeah. they, it's their thing. Yes, and yeah. And it's, it's something... They're not going... I mean, fine, they're always having to show face and be, be the diplomats and all of that, but... It's they're getting to go watch some sports. Yeah, they, they are, and they made a big, big play of that, and that they're going to be supporting, you know, the competitors and mixing with their families. And last year we saw Harry feeding the little girl the popcorn, didn't we? Then that was like 
really sweet and you can see them interacting with the competitors' families in such a way where they do look really relaxed. And even though the cameras will be on them, I think that you, you're totally right, that will be their downtime and t- chance for them to enjoy being there. Well, it's also saying this is important to us. We're going to focus on definitely, it for these days. Definitely. So that's good. I mean, I'm just going to read a very brief section mm-hmm. at the beginning, which says... Um, Across this 16-day tour, their Royal Highness's programme will focus on youth leadership and projects being undertaken by young people to address the social, economic and environmental challenges of the region. Um, It mentions about um, Harry's role as Commonwealth Youth Ambassador, so there are lots of engagements which involve young people. It also mentions the Queen's Commonwealth Canopy, which I didn't know what it was, but it's about protecting the world's forests, which is obviously an excellent endeavour, and there's various areas of forest which are going to be dedicated to this Commonwealth canopy on their visit but apart from I mean talking about social economic and environmental challenges of the region there were some other very strong themes that emerged running through um, running through the engagements and things that we very much associate with them already really sports I yeah, mean, well, I mean, the, the, as you said, like the Invictus Games is major. It, it's a major sporting event. It's really been welcomed by every city that it's gone to, and we know Harry's love of sport. You know, f- from watching him grow up and his affiliation with uh, different sporting associations, and certainly yeah, rugby with as the well. rugby. Yeah, so they're going to be. Um, it's a good thing that uh, Megan got her netball practice in. Oh yes, bit, yeah. Bit more, Maybe we're not with her high heels and, on, um, but yeah, I mean, the Australians they are pretty. They are pretty damn good at netball. I mean, England. I think it's us and them, isn't it? And we're, the we're like we're number one, aren't we? Oh, I can't Did they remember. I can't us? remember. Yeah, I think I think last year we won. Maybe. Yeah, I think we beat I think them this in the last minute. Quite so we'll, well find out. From a bit the next of touch time. football, a bit of um, meeting up with people who are doing yoga and surfing down at Bondi Beach, which should be a great visit. Are yeah. we going to see them in wetsuits? No, unfortunately not. We did ask actually whether they're going to be doing any surfing because that would be absolutely epic. Uh, but no, they're, I mean they're going to be doing. They're going to go to um, Bondi Beach and, and and be doing a couple of community events there and stuff. So. Uh, we would definitely t- I just feel the chance to see them in these sorts of environments are going to be absolutely epic so whether it's on the beach whether it's in the, the forest or the rainforest or on the he- in a helicopter somewhere and then or you know Dubbo which has been really hit by drought there's got this sort of vast landscape that really needs the attention um, uh, it's, it's, there's just got loads of, loads of different opportunities to see them um, really making an impact so yeah, so sport was one of the ad- additional themes I identified. Mental health, I mean, we know that is something that um, the Cambridges and Harry have worked on together for a, a long time already, yeah. and that Megan has joined as well, and quite a lot of the charity visits have got some kind of relationship with mental health. There's quite a bit of theatre, and we know, you know, we saw them at Hamilton, so we know they like to... You know, yeah, pat- definitely. Patrons I think of the arts. you know when you come to you know uh, Fiji, Tonga, and especially like New Zealand, you're going to see them quite a lot of indigenous theatre and dancing and going on, and that's gonna, really going to give us some great opportunities to to see them having a bit of fun as well. And then the, there are two themes that I think we already associate very much with Megan. So women. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is one bit which particularly made me chuckle where it says they're going to meet female conservation scientists. Oh yes, at, at a breeding program. Um, I know, uh, efforts to reduce illegal wildlife tracking. So that's that's one strand. And then there's also a reception in New Zealand, I think, for 125 years of suffrage. Yeah, I mean, so we're going to be in New Zealand for this actual anniversary, which is going to be really special. So New Zealand um, was the first ever country to give women the vote. And Bravo, New Zealand. No doubt. To Big our shout community out. listeners. 
So Bravo. we get, we get, so we, we're actually there for the anniversary. So I, I, I think, you know, given Mer- Megan's previous endeavours in this area, we're going to see her really come, come alive. And this will be sort of towards the end of the uh, period. So no doubt she'll be full of enthusiasm and confidence as well. And she, I think she'll navigate her way through it and then she'll take the, the stage when, when this, um, this comes to pass. Um, there's one bit where she's possibly taking on a, let's call it more traditional female role. Mm. So when they are in uh, Fiji, oh yeah, they split up for an engagement. So yeah. Harry is off to the rainforest. He is indeed. Or, or to the uh, where's he going? Kolo Isuva Forest Park. Yeah. And an, indi- an indigenous forest site housing many flora and fauna native to Fiji and species including the Fiji tree Fiji frog. Fiji tree frog. I yeah. really want to see a Fiji tree frog, I think. And then <laughs> um, planting an endangered native tree and, and you know doing that kind of like outdoorsy type thing. And the Duchess will attend a morning tea at the British High Commissioner's. I know it's very regal and very British to, to as showcase well, isn't women's organisations. Um, so you know that is clearly one of well, the things is, that she really cares about. It, she, well, she does because this is all about you know UN Women's Project, which is um, called Markets for Change, and. Megan has been involved with the UN Women's Project before in 2015. So we're kind of seeing her come full circle, sort of bringing her um, stamp into the royal way of life. And I th- and she's already said that. And um, you know, later on in the year, maybe the turn of the year, when she actually does decide what causes that she really wants to... Um, set on her path well for the rest of her life really for the rest of her royal uh, working life is probably going to be something along this sort of um, uh, women's suffrage women's rights this this, this sort of aspect so I think this is something that we'll see much more of her in the future so it's um, again another real great opportunity to see how that all works out and then the final extra theme that I identified was food and its relationship and importance to community and we've seen Megan sort of so passionate about the Grenfell women's community kitchen Uh and the cookbook and and that lovely event where she spoke and that was kind of her first sort of proper speech um and brought her mother along and you know it it just looked fabulous all of these women from I think she said there was from 12 countries that were there and mountains of food and people being happy and cooking and I mean I know that like in my house I love having people in the kitchen and yeah. it, it is a great place to talk and relax and and share stories and then there's uh, where are they? They in Melbourne. Thank you to um, one of our listeners who told me off for my pronunciation of Melbourne before. Melbourne. No, Melbourne. Melbourne. As I'm trying. I'm well, trying. I've got, yeah, I got Melbourne. some f- shout um, out to my family there. Hopefully, we're gonna they're gonna come to one of the events and we'll get to see them. That'll be exciting. Um, so yeah, there's a social enterprise cafe, um, and there's uh, there's various other sort of these social enterprise cafes, and then also there are a lot of walkabouts. They're meeting people a lot. I mean, I, I'm slightly concerned about the fact that they seem to have invited everybody in Dubbo to a park <laughs> in the park. So, I mean, I think you looked it up. Yeah, it that up? is... I mean, we've checked this and checked it again. And the fact is, and it does say... Where, where is it? It does let actually me, let say... Let me read it. I've got yeah. it highlighted here. Um, so... With most of the state of New South Wales suffering from drought, their royal highnesses will see firsthand the hardships local farmers are facing by visiting a local property. The Duke and Duchess will then travel to Victoria Park to join people from Dubbo and surrounding areas at a picnic in the park to celebrate community spirit within the region. Members of the public are invited to attend and his royal highness will give an address. So 
I mean, that sounds like, hey, free-for-all, come no on, doubt. there's a picnic. Biggest but- cookout going. I mean, we've checked it, and there's, there's about 39,000 people live in Dubbo. It's pretty remote, but the, it says surrounding areas as well. So if you're going to have a, a picnic with a, about, you know, a few 10,000 people, you better have a good spread on. So yeah, yeah whether, I mean, whether, whether they'll realise actually this this way is is chaos and we should install some kind of royal wedding style ballot application system to it. I don't well, know. Come one, come all, maybe. I think the double, I think the double visit's going to be really exciting. Yeah, I do as well. I think it's going to be a great. I mean, you know, it boils down to the actual um, serious theme of it is to do to do with the fact that it's been ravaged by drought. But however. I think that, but then by bring, being there and putting that focus on it, but 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 also inviting the whole community is a really great way of, of you know showing it's all, all, this this tour is about inclusiveness and and talking about the walkabouts, you know, being in watching them in Sussex, it's yeah getting them to stick to a schedule is actually really difficult because everybody is so keen to they're not just. Um, content with just seeing them they want to talk to them they want to shake their hand they want to interact with them and to be fair to Harry and Meghan they've been really great at doing that and you know trying to appease the huge crowds that are coming up to them and I think they really do appreciate uh, people who are coming out so if you are in any of these places then I'm sure you're going to have um, a great day out when you see them yeah the, the, there are walkabouts more places than not there are there's loads I'm yeah. also, I'm there's also great, ex- great opportunities to see them in action which is great I'm also excited about the visit to the uh, Royal Flying Doctor service because partly because there was that uh, brilliant slightly soapy drama series when I was growing <laughs> up the flying doctors flying doctors all about yeah, all yeah. about you know the the flying doctors uh racing around <laughs> trying to rescue people but um okay so those are my, that's by themes what which are the particular things that stand out for you or are there any when you were drawing lots and you were like yes I've well got yeah one. so we do we do a really fair system about how how we work it out because you know we do they're, when they're doing certain things speaking to people and um you know we, we sort of shadow them and we're, we have a chat with the people that they're spoken to and find out uh, a bit about the projects that they're visiting so we draw a lot for those but we will see them sort of in there in action for the bigger things maybe on Bondi Beach and and however and you can only fit six people in a helicopter so someone draws a lot for the helicopter you're gonna be hanging on to the I will I will do my best uh, put it that way and um I don't know I think there's going to be some great stuff like the stuff in uh, Bondi Beach is going to be amazing like these real uh Sydney Opera House seeing the hacker in New Zealand the uh, traditional Maori dancing uh, when they go to to the islands is going to be fantastic as well um and then you know there, there's going to be some real sort of diplomatic stuff as well when they go to they're obviously going to meet um uh the prime minister prime in uh, in New Zealand um royal family in Tonga in Tonga yeah king of Tonga so there's i mean you're going to see such a mix of it and i think from what i've seen is they they are doing everything very well so whether it's the young people the kids absolutely love them both then you could you know you're talking about um the, the different themes and we know they're both very good public speakers and again we're going to see Megan speaking a couple of times and she'll be making a couple of addresses so I'm really interested to see how she deals with that on the world stage because I mean we've seen her do it before but now she's a member of the royal family so will, will there be added pressure 
you know, will she, will her personality shine through? I'm, I'm sure it will. And these are going to be official planned scripted speeches yeah. rather than her. I mean, you know, we don't know to what extent she rehearsed her, her speech at the community kitchen, but, yeah. you know, she spoke it without notes. Well, it was, it was yeah. It was, it was something that she knew Really impressive well. as well. She, I but mean, she knew it well. She, she could yeah, speak she knew it the subject. Heart. She'd lived it. And well, I think that they've been really practicing or studying hard for this trip. As far as I understand, they have been really invested with it. It's not just, you know, the uh, the aides put it all together and then they just say, well, this is what you're doing. This is your plan. They have been involved every step of the way. And I think we've seen that with Megan's cookbook. You know, she was really invested with the project. And something like this, they have left no stone unturned. So... Another thing, quick fact about Taronga Zoo. Oh, yeah. They are going to see, they're going to, the Duke and Duchess will meet two koalas and their joeys as part of the zoo breeding programme. However, koalas are now endangered, which I think I did know, However, but you can't cuddle them anymore. Is this because of the chlamydia? It is, yeah, and it's because that the, the the spread of disease is, and apparently they have to put nappies on the joeys because they they tend to get very nervous and uh, uh, messes happen. Messes happen, <laughs> yeah. But you can't actually touch them anymore. Apparently, you can in Queensland, but they're going to be in New South New South Wales, and you can't there. Oh, so it's different laws. It's different laws oh, for different areas. So, so I, was, I was thinking this. So. The, the tour starts off sort of in a relatively similar vein to William and Kate. So it's like, okay, first day of the tour, we'll begin in Sydney at Admiralty House. Yeah. Brain goes ding. I'm sure Admiralty House rings a bell. So yeah, fine. It's the residence of the Governor General of Australia. Mm-hmm. That's where um, William and Kate stayed with George, I think. George was certainly welcomed there with a giant wombat. That's you it, You can yeah. probably picture that, uh, that lovely uh, picture in your head. Um, and then Taronga Zoo again. They that was one of the visits they went to with George. He met um, he met a bilby named after him, and it was, <laughs> he was it was it was a very cute sort of video of him toddling about, which I looked up just now. I mean, obviously he was very small then. He looks so different. You kind of forget how he, how he looks how now. He used to I look. know. Yeah, yeah. It, was, um, it was very cute. So so there's that, and then obviously uh, William and Kate's visit to Sydney Opera House sort of being pictured in front of it partly because of that blinking yellow dress which again matches this microphone cover <laughs> really side. quite beautifully um well they, it, i mean it, there's it, all it, the really iconic stuff of that and but then i think there's i think we're going to get a load of uh, their own iconic moments on this trip because harry's scaling the sydney harbour bridge to plant the flag the invictus flag into the bridge which will signify the start of the games and i think He's he's going to be doing that on his own, and we wonder. We did ask why Megan wasn't doing that, and I think that is probably one of the only moments where she will take a step back because it is his baby, really, Invictus, and it's sort of in its fourth year and it's gathering some real global um, respect now, and it's a re- massive part of the calendar. So. Um, uh, that's again another iconic moment we'll see I'm told it's absolutely spectacular if I was Megan I would not be fighting to do it because I'm terrified of heights but she is clearly not because there's at some stage I think it's in New Zealand where they're doing oh yeah this is pretty much their last afternoon uh, when they're in Rotorua um, when they are going on a tree walk 700 metre long walkway Uh, of suspension bridges between 117 117 year old redwood trees which does sound phenomenal but i would be absolute quivering wreck so well rotura is supposed to be an absolutely stunning place a place of natural beauty so i think it will be an amazing setting to to finish the tour it's it's um listen there's a load there's a 
there's I'm very impressed with the amount they've packed in and a lot a lot of these things are set by the individual countries that they say well we want you to do this we want you to do this and and apparently they've been really accepting to absolutely everything that's been thrown at them and this is why you've got a, a schedule that's 16 days 76 engagements a lot of meeting people i'm sure they're going to be very very um knackered at the end of this <laughs> <laughs> so there are quite there are quite a lot of sort of um formal meetings with politicians and dignitaries yeah. what level of sort of i mean that there's at least one state dinner i should have been counting these when i was going through with my highlighter pen possibly two um how well, likely you, is it? Might we see a tiara? I mean, at what level of glitz are we well, going to be going I, for here? Well, it has been mentioned to me that not only am I going to need a lot of outfits on this, but Megan is going to have an awful lot of outfits because you've got, you know, the weather's quite changeable in these places as well. So you've got um, stuff on the beach, stuff, you know, meeting dignitaries, planes all the time. I think there's six outdoorsy, outdoorsy rainforests. Uh, what else we got? High tea. High t- high tea. Um, high That's tree tops as well. So and then just the sort of norm- of normal changes. meeting people. And but and as well, you've got you've got to know your stuff for for all the all the different people you're talking to. So another another nod to, to how much I've been actually studying for this trip. Uh, I don't know. I will I will report back from Australia if I manage, if I happen to see how many suitcases. Have you have you got your wardrobe sorted yet, Russell? Or have you got to go to the shops? <laughs> I bought. I'm buying some new shirts this this week. I'm sure I can assure you. <laughs> if anybody sees anything nice that they think Russell, Russell should wear on the trip, do uh, do tweet it at him. Oh, He's someone RJ saw an, absolutely. Um, I think it's on uh, Rhiannon from Sky's Twitter that you can have a look at. She saw some sort of Harry and Meghan cape in Sussex that had been made in some uh, shop window. So you'll have, you'll have to check it out. Or I'll, I'll retweet it and people can have a look at it. So, I mean, we're also going to see some, you know, some of the traditional welcome ceremonies. So, there's, you know, there's going to be a real variety of, of things. And then there's also some, the classic sort of paying of respects with wreath laying or yeah, war memorials and a new statue few being more memorials for a few wreath layings which is you know c- coming back to the essential the thi- and, and, and again I th- this is quite where well, we're used to seeing Harry you know chucking a rugby ball around running around with the kids but this, this is quite diplomatic so there's a there's a lot of you know there's a few state dinners there's some um uh, historical places they're going to of you know r- real significance to the places that they're going to. There's the tomb of the unknown soldier, um, and you know, I, I, I think you'll see much more of uh, a diplomat in um, developing with 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 Harry on this trip. Um, there's also one. I mean, there's so many nice moments on this, but it's also quite cute that um, they will be seeing the work that one of their wedding presents has done. So, as a wedding oh, present, yeah, as a great. wedding present to the Duke and Duchess, the government of New Zealand gifted five thousand dollars to Pillars, a charity which opposite, operates across New Zealand, supporting children who have a parent in prison through the provision of special mentoring schemes. And so, they are actually going to meet some of the children who have directly benefited from that funding. So that's you know that's a really lovely thing. A um, couple of funny ones to mm-hmm. finish on. So when they're in New Zealand, they're going to go to the Kiwi Breeding Program. Um, the Kiwi's obviously being New Zealand's national bird, becoming increasingly endangered. They're going to get to name two young Kiwi chicks. <laughs> what would you be calling your Kiwi if you were Meghan and Harry? 
Oh God, I'm on the spot. Uh, you go. I, well, I had a Kensington. <laughs> Kensington, you... the Kiwi. What's even though the... that's where they live. What are their dogs called? Uh, oh. Have they got funny names or? No, I, well, I don't know. Well, anyway, if you've got an idea about what uh, Meghan and Harry should call their Kiwis, then uh, drop do us a line. Tweet us at Anne Gripple or at RJ Myers or drop us an email, podsavethequeen at trinitymirror.com. And then, oh yeah, this is my other uh, hilarious thing. They're going to be doing welly wanging. Oh, welly wanging, yeah, we haven't mentioned it. So we've had butlins and welly wanging in one week. So, I mean, I mean, I, I, these are two things that at the start of the week I didn't think I would be speaking about, let alone <laughs> writing about. So I can't remember whether welly wanging is just when you chuck a welly or when you have to like flick it off the end of your foot. I mean, there may be different categories for <laughs> for different levels of of competition. But um, you know, those are kind of the silly things. But then there's a couple of um, you know, Abel Tasman sounds like it's going to be beautiful. That's going to be amazing. And and Fraser uh, Island, yeah, yeah. Fra- Fraser Island is like the world's longest beach. I think it's uh, it's going to be absolutely for so ag- th- again. And we're going to be doing loads of galleries. There are going to be loads of updates on the on the website, and there'll be loads of galleries for you to feast your eyes yes. on on Mirror.co.uk. Absolutely, because I think that this trip is going to be you know a feast for the eyes because you're going to see them in so many different situations that are not just shaking hands at a. Uh, you know, uh, an event or something, or yeah. meeting some school children. You're actually going to see them be getting involved and with the, with the different cultures, really up close and personal, which is going to be great. So Fraser Island, um, our old friend Vic Murphy, she tweeted she travelled there 15 years ago. So when she was, you know, probably. Um, probably maybe traveling before she started work I can't mm-hmm. remember but she said she's, she can still remember how many stars she could see in the Gosh, sky there yeah. and I mean, how beautiful it was it, it looks like, I mean I just looked at some uh, oh yeah this is it the largest sand island in the world and it has um uh, across uh, 206,000 acres of protected rainforest so it, it definitely looks like it's going to be an incredible so this place is, this is my top tip for their most romantic bit of their visit it's the only bit when I've, I've scribbled in my margin sounds romantic the Hi- royal highnesses will then travel to Kingfisher Bay by boat mm. where the visit will conclude with a walk along the picturesque Kingfisher Bay jetty and then they appear to have the evening at leisure. Oh, yeah, that was, we were talking about date night. That's going to be date night, we reckon. Yes, I picked it. You have, you, you, spot, you, you picked it out. Is, is it, we think this is going to be date night because that's, that's when they don't have to, um, you know, do anything that evening. So I mean, it's not too shabby as date night, It's not is too it? bad, Fraser is it? Island, that sounds lovely. Right. Well, we've. I mean, we've galloped all over that. Yeah, I saw it was a bit hectic, but it's. Um, I think it, you can tell we're, we're we're both pretty excited about it, and uh, there's just going to be an absolute feast to to, yeah. to go on. So we've kind of gone round thematically and by the things that have got mm. ex- we've got excited about. If you want a sort of a more um, linear day by day guide to what is happening, Zoe Forsey, who was on um, one of our episodes a couple of weeks ago, she has um, filleted it and pulled out the. Uh, the sort of the highlights and that, yeah, is, up, that is up on the website is, now yeah. so you can digest it because I mean there is a huge amount there to digest Russell's going to have to be writing frantically about it I know we're filing many editions for online we're going to be doing loads of video I'm going to try I'll do the podcast yes we're going to be doing a bit of Skype out there I'm going to try and record some stuff for you guys 
and uh, and obviously the papers as well. So so if you have any questions about the tour before Russell goes, absolutely. email them in and we'll try and do a, a little slot on that. And so also, if, if you're looking at the actual t- um, itinerary and you see stuff that you think has been left off or there's other things that we should can be asking the Duke and Duchess or their team, then do get in touch and uh, we will do our best to get put the two of them. Yeah, yeah hot, tips, hot tips for their trip. So... Um, Thank you, everybody, for listening. I better go do my, my normal job and go edit the website for the <laughs> evening. Um, Russell's off, off home for good behaviour. Back in tomorrow. Back and, in tomorrow. Well, and and uh, we'll be back next week in another Royal Wedding Week at we some will. stage. I know, it's hectic. It's, it's a busy, busy couple of weeks, but yeah, lots of fun to be had. Absolutely. Um, so thank you for listening, everybody. And until next time... Pod save the Queen! 